The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. What's going on at the restaurant? I love, I gotta say, I love the addition of Dine with Dragons on your website. That is so cool. People ask, what's with the dragon? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's not just the Welch and the, the Brits and the Chinese that have dragons. There's, here's wow. all the, the yeah. legends of Ireland, you know. A lot of so dragons. So we give away little dragons to kids and Do tell you? them the story about dragons being protecting you at night. And wow, that's so the protectors cool. of the weak and the innocent. And you've heard the term, I'm going to get the lay of the land. Well, that's, huh? that's Celtic lay. For oh, the I path, didn't know that. The path of power. Lay of the land is a Celtic thing? Yeah. I did not know that. And, uh, well, I've learned something. Well, where see, the I, dragons I go walk is where the power is. Wow. So, yeah, there's That's a cool. lot of that. And, uh, well, and I'll tell you, boy. I'm in the kitchen now full time. What? Lori and I. Yeah. You are? Oh, man, that's so funny. I'm, I don't know if I'm sad. I'm not sad about that because you're a fabulous cook. But I, spoke, I we talked about you early this morning, uh, Terry Bauer and I, who's been up there a bunch of times. I said, you know, what's really fun is if you go there He's generally a bartender wearing a crazy uh, Irish hat, and you, oh, you and you order no matter what you order, especially if it's an Irish thing. He'll tell you the story about that beverage, and then more stories, and ask you about your stories, and you'll have the most fun time with this total stranger who's not a stranger at all in about half an hour, forty minutes. Not that he's awesome. Every single minute, I'm right? So you still get to come out and. Sit with and, and talk with and play. Yeah, that's right. good to know. That's good to know. Because I was humping you as the guy up front who's going to... And I am. Yeah. And, well, that's and great. more and more, that's where my life will be. It's just a matter of staffing, which like, oh, I can talk about a little bit. I totally get that. And uh, you know, make sure people understand that when you go there, that sometimes it's going to take time. And yeah, there's some empty tables there, but I don't have staff to serve. Yeah. So, well, and that's, you know, as there are a few of us who understand that and don't care. I don't come to a fabulous homemade Irish restaurant to get quick and dirty. <laughs> you know, I, you know, it's like people. I saw people complaining on Facebook a while ago. I went to I went to Quick Trip for a car wash. I can't believe when I was done with my car wash, there were still little white dots on my car. What a bunch of baloney! And you know, then somebody else said, "Did you just pay eleven dollars for a drive-through car wash?" And you're complaining about it? It's an $11 car wash. What did you think? Was the sandwich you bought for whatever four bucks you thought was going to be the best crispy chicken sandwich you've ever had in your life? No, that's why it's four bucks, not 44 bucks. That would be an orgasm-causing chicken sandwich. You go to the Monarch Public House, it's going to take a few minutes. Why is that? Because it's not already cooked in the back. They don't just throw it under the... The red lights and warm it up in the microwave to heat it up. No, no, no. They're going to make it. And that's worth waiting. Because then if I'm grumpy, you're going to come out and tell me a story, and then I can't be grumpy anymore. Have another Irish beverage, and it's going to be a great time. I had a guy grumpy because they said my prices were higher than what were listed on the website. And I said, well, I, you know, I can't 
changed so I'm fast. Sorry. You know, yeah. that, you know, grocery, have you been shopping lately? Yeah. And uh, after they were done, they came and he said, oh, I don't care about the prices. That was fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah, see? yeah, see? Give it a minute. You know. Somebody, somebody's hair care product a long time ago, a, a slug line that I never forgot, a little more expensive and darn well worth it. You know, it's Monarch Public House, Irish food. That's it's same. a little more expensive, but, you know, you are going to say, OMG, I can't believe for a minute I was ready to complain about this. Yeah. And, and there then are those go to the big city and see what you pay yeah. there. <laughs> you know. Right, yeah. right. I mean, Laurie and I were talking, so we're, we're still underpriced when it comes to what we should In, be making. Yeah. You know, I mean, we deserve a raise every year, just like Absolutely. You know, so, but you can't do it. So... If you can make some money on mashed potatoes, Irish mashed potatoes, and not quite as much money on Something else. corned beef, yeah. then that's what you got to do. Right. Well, then, and people so need to realize that your corned beef and anybody else's corned beef are only the same because the two words corned and beef are the same. That's part of what After I want to talk about. After that, nothing else is similar. That's what I want. Your corned beef is breathtaking. Corned beef, it is. It is just absolutely the best. I have never had a corned beef sandwich better well, than the you. ones I've had thank at uh, the Monarch Public House. You take the time. Well, that's you make, it. You got to make the commitment to quality, no right. matter what the price is, and you know that's that's part of. You're getting quality. It, right. It wasn't made two hours ago and kept warm. It was. It was it's made right way. now. It was made this way. And the prep of the meat and you know, all that hand. Uh, prep to make sure that uh, you're just getting meat and you're not getting a lot of stringy. I'm not buying like corned beef at Sam's Club. I'm buying it from Home and Meat. And yeah. it's from a herd, real, from a real herd real. in Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, I'm buying Wisconsin beef. Right. And, and sliced. And, and by the no, guy in the kitchen. Not sliced. Not sliced. We do not slice. You don't slice beef. your corned beef? Really? No. You just grab a chunk and, and then Handful. just shred it? Handful. Really? No. I did not know that. That way, and the beef that I use isn't the brisket, it's the clod. The 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 world part of the shoulder, yeah. And when you pull it out of the the juice, you have to crave it or it'll fall apart, and you have to keep picking it out. Oh, That's how man. tender that is compared yeah. to the brisket. Yeah. And then it's pulled, so and it has like eighty five percent less fat. It has none of the ligaments and tendons that run through right. that connect sure, all the sure, brisket. All the, Everything uh, comes in this way. Yep. That's not in there, and so you're getting when you get corned beef at the Monarch, you're getting corned beef. Right. You're not getting ligaments and right. fat. All the stuff. All the the stuff. filler, so yeah. to speak. Filler, so to speak. Well, and it's a big fat sandwich, one you want to take a picture of, and I have told, yeah, I've told people that, uh, you know, your sandwich is pretty good. There's a couple of people in town that make a, it's a pretty good sandwich. I'm not taking a picture of this because it's just a pretty good sandwich. It's not an OMG sandwich. There you go. And I would pay double. I have done that before at one particular, I want two sandwiches, but I just want two pieces of bread. I want all the stuff from this sandwich piled onto this sandwich so that it's a great big OMG sandwich. Yeah. And, well, we're going to have to charge you. I know. And then it'll be good. And then it'll be I'm good. I'm ready to pay $15 for a sandwich that's great, not seven fifty for a sandwich that's just okay. Right. And so when I'm, buying a, when I'm buying a pastrami or a corned beef sandwich at the Monarch, that's why it's a little bit more expensive because it was hand-pulled. Hand pulled, hand made, and we make all our own Thousand Island, and wow. we press the salt. So we buy a certain brand of sauerkraut and press that so it's not a right. You know, so it, 
That's funny. We talked about sauerkraut in a meeting earlier today, too, because, Brian. <laughs> must be have interesting meetings. Well, well, we were talking about Cooley Region. What should we talk about today? Sauerkraut. You know, yeah, well, it came up because we were talking about different foods that taste different based on whose recipe. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of people you've heard say, well, I've, I've had a beer. I had a beer once. I guess I really don't like beer. You've had one beer? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't like beer? Yeah. Okay, well, you know. Well, you've got to have years of yeah. taste experience. Uh, well, you've got to taste them all. Same with whiskey. Yeah, I had a shot of whiskey once. I really didn't like it. Yeah. What kind was it? I don't know. Bob's. Bob's whiskey. No, no. Here, you've got to take, taste this, and it tastes like nectar. And then, then you find out, well, a bottle of this is 250 bucks, but a shot is less money, but it's also going to cure. It tastes so good. Yeah. Because you just had it from somebody who knows what they're talking about. And and a guy who works up, up in front, Oz, in this building, makes his own sauerkraut. And it's breathtaking. Uh, I wish good. we had the time to do that. So good. Yeah. We right. tried well, doing that, but it's like, we just, there's no Well, and you guys do a ton. Yeah. I mean, you're, he he makes a bunch, but it's gone in a couple of months. Right. He'd need, if he made it for you, he'd need to make oh, ten times ten as much. Ten times the amount. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's why he's not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you have a special Oz night where you, ha- you know, buy, yeah, there we go. buy a truckload of his uh, sauerkraut for Oz night at the Monarch. <laughs> what's the what's Oz night? Well, we're going to use his sauerkraut. Oh, That'd be yeah. interesting, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah. You'd sell out, I'm telling you that. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I start selling, telling everybody Oz sauerkraut at the Monarch, Saturday night, baby, it's going to be good. Oh, man. You'd be selling out. That would be so cool to be able to do stuff like that. I mean, you know, I my recipe is great-grandma. I grew up yeah. next door to great grandma, my uncle Alan, and I think those that's how you did things. And we've tried to incorporate that into everything that we do. And we've been successful at it. There's things that just boy, I wish I could do this. Yeah, no kidding. All right, tell you what, speaking of which, I'm gonna take a break here. When we come back, will you walk us through the recipe uh for your corned beef when a when a piece of cold, uncooked meat arrives at the monarch, I what happens between then and it's now a sandwich on my plate. I can do that. We'll do that right after this. That's John Harrington. He is the Monarch Public House. He's the guy up front. He's the guy in the kitchen. He's the guy with the broom. He's the guy with the <laughs> saw and the hammer and the nails downstairs. He's everywhere. He's, he's everywhere. everywhere. And he's told me any number of times, I'm so excited to get started on that, that project because he and I have the same kind of vision. I can't do it, but I can explain it to you. You can do it. Let's That's make it Joe, happen. That's what Joe is. Yeah. Um, we're just talking about uh, the Monarch Public House and the – it's not a separate – it's kind of a separate – how do you explain it? Separate business downstairs? No, it's just, a, really. it's just an extension, if you will. But of, you, of you, you sell it, so to speak, as a separate business. You have, yeah, it's, it's, it's a called Schmitty's, Schmitty's uh, Rock Bottom. Draft House. Right. And originally it was intended to be the Draft House for the Fountain City Brewing Company. Right. And that's the beers that we have on tap down there. Yeah. But uh, during the winter, uh, and you, you know, things them. slow down. You, don't you brew them in no, your No, I work, uh, we work with the Pearl Street Brewery. Oh, you do? Oh, they, Pearl on, Street does. Yeah, they okay. do the brewing for us on contract. Because Brian For the, for the company. That. Do they, they, on a Fountain City Brew, do they... They make it all right there? I don't know if they make it I all. I couldn't brew beer if you stuck me in a room for a week with the ingredients. At well, the end of the week, it'd be me, the ingredients, and me being mad. But you know a guy and a gal. I know a guy who knows yeah. a guy. Yeah, yeah. And who better to home make some classic old recipe beer than the folks Joe. at Pearl Street? Yeah, yeah Joe. He's amazing. I mean, he? when you got a guy that knows 
what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they got a huge place. And Here's they've the been recipe doing it for years. Hey, how about if we work together yeah. and I'll sell beer? Right, right. You make it, I'll sell it. We'll all be happy yeah. because everybody will know that if it's in the basement of the Monarch, it's going to be awesome. It's, be. it's a unique place. It was a coal bin. Back in the day, the it's got yeah, the yeah. rock floor and everything. I remember, so, I remember back when it was ugly. Yeah. Room. Oh man, my Bottles wife was like, "You're going to do what?" Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. And I said, "Hey, I promise when people when this is done, people are going to want to have their events down here." Yeah. And she said, "If that ever happens, I'll kiss your white Irish knee." Uh huh. You know? And so when the phone rings, uh, "Hey, we want to have a party down at Schmidt's," I'll go, "Oh, just a minute. Yeah. This is for my wife. Yeah, you know, yeah. Come here and <laughs> Could you kiss this, would please? you please?" <laughs> oh, wow. it's beautiful. The, the yeah. that room down there is just—it's a museum. It's a—it's a ton of fun. Yeah. It's, it's fun to get on there and poke around. Yeah. But if you don't know what you're looking at or the history of that piece, you need to—you need to go down there. Yeah. Your wife. That's fun. Down there, tell me some stories. That's happening. Bring a beer when you go down there for a tour. I get a chance to tell stories. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. Well, good. it's a good thing you're good at it. <laughs> All right, so tell me. I'm going to get this piece of beef. It's not corned yet, right? It's just beef, right? No, it's corned. It is, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you you buy a piece of corned beef. Without all the line. seasonings in yet. Right. Okay, here's what we do. Um, I, don't, I don't buy off trucks. I, I shop. Right. Actually, I get. My wife shops. I get. Okay. I'm going getting. Okay. Uh-huh. So I get all of our meats from uh, Holman Meat Locker. Yep. In Holman, and uh, the, the folks there know what they're doing. They know how to cut. They know what I want, mm-hmm. and they found a uh, provider. In uh, on the other side of Wisconsin, has his own herd. Uh, really. Great herd of cows and so yeah, good, yeah. good beef, and he he makes uh, what I use is what's called a clod. Okay, it's right. not the brisket, right. which is a, the front of the, of the of the animal. The shoulder. This yeah. is the shoulder. It's right. a roast. Right. And maybe about oh you know four pounds, five pounds. Oh, okay. You know nothing huge. Yeah. But it's so much more tender. And it does not have all of the ligaments and tendons and so forth that run through a brisket. And as you know, anybody that's cooked with a flat or a point of, of, of brisket, there's about an inch and a half or two inches or more of fat. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fine. It gives it gives the flavor. It provides right. the juice and so forth. But there's a little bit too much of a good thing. Right, right. Then you so trim. this roast has probably about 90% less of that. On there, and uh-huh. it's on. It's in one particular portion of that, and it does not have all the ligaments running through that. As a matter sure. of fact, when you pull it out of your, out of the juice, right. uh, uh, slow it cooking, apart all by itself. It, you have to cradle it, all right? Because it just goes boom, falls apart. So when that when that piece of meat comes to the back door, you bring it in the house, you put it in a big pot, and then what happens? Well, number one. It isn't delivered. Okay. I pick it up fresh. You go by special order from Holman Meat. All right. They call you and say it's ready. It's ready. Come get okay. it. Okay. And okay. then I get it, and then it's not delivered to my house, but it's we bring it into the bar, right. and we have our kitchen there and everything. Yeah. And then we have large roasters, which people know as Nesco's. Sure. It's a brand name, but that's yep. what they're called. It's a big roaster. So it's slow roasted at about 200 and I think Lori keeps it just under 240 degrees. Uh-huh. So it's not real hot. Right. But we put probably five or six of those roasts in there with water and then the spice packets that it comes with. Right. All right. And, and you, it's a, you put it's those standard in. Standard corned beef spice packet. Right. And then we add a few secret ingredients okay. to the to the water. Just a couple, though. You're not 
doctoring the crap out no. of okay. No. Why ruin a perfectly good thing? That's why I was asking. And then, because once the they start cooking and once they, they mm-hmm. they'll they'll rise right into the water. Well, you don't want the tops totally exposed all the time because then they get hard. You, you push it down. So you put a a big a like a plate. Oh, big like a big uh, right. dinner, dinner plate. plate. Yeah, the heavy duty ones. Yep. yep. On top of that, that holds them down. Sure. So you do that for twelve hours, and then you let the you let them sit as the heat comes down. The heat comes down. The heat comes down, <laughs> and uh, and and when then you refrigerate it so that the meat gets the a chance. To, the whole thing. After 12 hours, you thing. turn off the heat. Let it come down it, so you can hold it. Cool it, off. Put it in the cooler. Take it right into the cooler. And then you, when you bring it out again, it will have that meat will have come together really well, sure. and the fat is able. Then you can pull that you, off. Yeah, sure, sure, okay. You bring it up. To temperature so that it's just handheld warm. All right. So because then, then point six ish. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that is. And then uh, what we do is we'll take all of that off, all the fat, all the fat and everything, sure. and then you're left with nothing but meat. Right. So our Reuben sandwich or our our corned beef and cabbage dinner is nothing but the meat. Right. And then you pull that apart, and so again that takes any further impediment for right. dining away. Yeah. So what you're getting is corn. You're getting the meat. Right. Corn beef. Right. Corn beef. And so that then is um, we put it in uh, sealed containers so that it continues to marinate. And then when it comes time to make a sandwich, then we can heat that up slowly mm-hmm. and we put it on our home, our own homemade Thousand Island. Mm-hmm. We buy a really good baby lace Swiss cheese, and we use extra thick sliced uh, rye bread. Right. Marble is, that, rye. is the rye made by your lady friend over in Minnesota? No, that's that's she makes only sourdough. Oh, and she oh. she does make a rye, but it's incorporated with other things. Oh, okay. so, so it's not. Sandwich. I can't. I can't use it. Sure and sourdough has a tendency to be more crusty yep, and yep. and uh, dense. The center and yeah, yeah. And dense. Yeah. So it's too much bread. Is it okay? So we uh, we order a bread from a supplier that is specifically what we want. Okay. And so when you get the sandwich. It's that combination of handmade, homemade, specific to and our it's sandwich. It's a big, fat. <laughs> it's How a much, monster. Yeah, it's a monster. How much is it? Uh, it's the sandwich with uh, a side is uh, fifteen. Yeah. See, and I'm I'm not not cheap, right, but no, not no. The, not, expen- no, no. not New York I was, expensive I was either. I'm already going to say, wow, for seventeen bucks, it's not even as expensive as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Fifteen bucks yeah. for that sandwich. You probably you have to be really hungry to eat the whole thing all by yourself, oh. with a side and a beverage of whatever choice. Yeah, and if you do, and if you don't eat it all, we have we we use uh, aluminum, those aluminum uh, take home uh, oh. trays that sure. have the shiny side and the white side up yep, and the yep. shiny side down, so that you can vent it, put it in your oven, and then it doesn't get microwave crusty. Uh. Oh. You know, or if you just want to keep the corned beef, then then you then you're ready for breakfast. Oh, I, you're right. <laughs> Which well, we serve on Sundays. Do yeah, corned beef has second breakfast. <laughs> oh man, Cooley Region cooks John Harrington from the Monarch. You want to pick? You don't have to tell me. Think about it. Pick a side.
and then share that recipe and process when we come back. Right. We're Cooley Region Cooking at the Monarch in Fountain City. <laughs> Not even having a meal. We're just talking about the meal, uh, and my cheeks are hurting from the laughing. My eyes are watering because we've been doing so much laughing, and that is the That's experience. what keeps me coming back. That's what, well, that's what keeps me asking you because it's so much fun. And the restaurant is just a blast to hang out in, and you can learn the difference between how come this whiskey is whatever nine bucks. I bought that bottle at the grocery store, and it's you know I really don't. It's real little little little. How come this one over here is a million dollars? Yeah. Well, let me tell you the history, and then we'll give you a little sip. Yeah. Oh my God! And I carry oh, about yeah. during the summer. I probably carry about twenty, twenty-two, twenty-four different Irish whiskeys, yeah. Yeah. and uh, no. I don't serve them with Coca-Cola. No, yeah, you can't. Yeah. You know, you I can't. mean, we have whiskey that we will, we make a one heck of a, if it's not one of the best, it certainly should be hand-muddled old-fashioned. Oh, old-fashioned. And sure. we use, you know, an Irish whiskey for that yeah. as well. And so, yeah, we've got those kind of whiskeys and brandies mm-hmm. and so forth. And we've got the kind of things that you want to take some time and enjoy. <laughs> and it. Maybe with ice, maybe a little water say, on the side. I was just going to say, do you side. serve it with, uh, my dad used to drink it. Like the really expensive whiskey with one, one cube, one cube, one crystal clear cube, just of enough to open it up. Right, and the, you can tell the difference uh, if you've got a nose, <laughs> which I oh, I lost well, my sense of smell a long time ago. You? Yeah, in an accident, but you know even I can tell you the difference when you when you right out of the bottle. And then you put it into a, a nice wide mouth sure. uh, let it sipping air. glass, let it yeah, air yeah. out. And then you put an ice cube in there and swirl it around yeah. a little bit. And you can just, it just that's opens the whole up. You, know? I can, so you don't look like my dad, but that's definitely what he would, he called me honey. Honey, this is how you do that. And I just, this is how you do that. There you go. Yeah. A professional. Yeah, well, he was. <laughs> he was. He was a professional at enjoying the really good stuff the it's correct not, way. Yeah, I don't want to be laying on my deathbed going, oh, boy, I saved money on everything. Yeah. I did. Boy, I drank the cheapest stuff you yeah, can imagine. Great. You know, boy, and, you know, yeah. it's going to be a hell of a funeral. <laughs> nah. <laughs> my mom used to say that. She drank vodka. She drank uh, vodka and grapefruit juice. Oh, yeah, I don't care. I can drink vodka. I know you can, Mom, but no, really, I've developed a taste for the inexpensive vodka because your sister drinks the really expensive vodka, and honestly, I don't like the taste of that. I like well, the taste can't, of you this. Can't, you can't taste it per se. It doesn't have the sharpness right. of the, the, right. the rotgut. The bite. You know, the bite. Bite. You know, some people say, well, did you put any booze in there? Yeah, we, we, double, we double shot all of our drinks. Sure. But it's not four dollar a bottle. Stop. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's why they're a little more expensive. And darn well worth it. Yeah. All right. Make me a side dish. What's the most popular side? Well the the sandwich is served with kettle chips, which are those real Oh yeah. Thick crunchy yeah. thick crunchy Gosh, chips. Make so that kettle chips? No, I oh. I buy them specifically. But uh, I wish I, I wish I could. But uh no we, we serve it with with kettle chips. Uh however you know, like our fries, as you know, we don't deep fry. Right. So you know, maybe the people out there have seen, I'm sure everybody's seen the commercials about uh, air frying and greaseless yeah. frying. We've uh, been doing that for 27 years. Yeah. So we kind of cut the trail. We kind of cut the trail on that. Yeah. So, well, you we know. should say that again. You, you passed over it very quickly. This restaurant that you'll go visit at my insistence <laughs> in Fountain City does not deep fry nope. anything. Nope. No deep fryer. Cheese curds. Nope. Nothing. None. 
No, Leprechaun I'm, legs. I'm telling you, that, that's something to consider because this yeah. food is really good and you didn't deep fry any of it. Yeah. And it's funny how many people, you know, then they look at the, the plate and there's no grease on the plate, you know, like our fit, battered fish. Sure. You're tasting fish. How come that tastes different? Because you you're fish. You can taste the fish, you know, right. not, not the grease. Yeah, right, right, not the yeah. batter. So our fries are done that way, and they're a lightly battered fry, you know, not a okay. deep, holy cow fry. Right, right. Yeah, so those are really good. And then we make our own uh, grandma's, my grandma's potato salad, okay. which is sliced potatoes, not diced or mashed or anything like that. It takes extra time right. to slice the I hated it when I was a kid, Grandma. Oh, you got to gotta. You got to slice the potato. Yeah, mandolin or something, you could do it quickly. Yeah, right? like that. Yeah, okay. And uh, so those, the, the potato salad is, is excellent. The coleslaw, that's all handmade sauce, you know, that we make. All right, well. That I've been doing since I was 16. Tell me, what's the sauce? Oh, I can't tell you. Stuff, is it really you know? a secret? Well, no, you know, you use a heavy, ma- heavy mayonnaise. Uh-huh. Yeah, and all the things that go into making well, tartar sauce. Don't or be teasing me, but I can't tell you. I'd have to kill you. Oh, I'll write it down, and then you, can, then you can tell everybody. No, no, I want you to tell me right now. Well, there's uh, there's a large, large chip pepper, measurements. Uh, you know, things like that. So What kind of pepper? Pepper. Oh, pepper, pepper. like you black pepper? You, gr- you grind, it, you grind it yourself, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, we do all of those. Well, things. in potato salad, this friend... A friend of mine, I think she moved. She used to live in New York. Celery. It's got she celery moved. in it. Okay. No, no, there was no celery in it. There was olive juice oh. in her potato salad. I know that's what I said. Oh. She gave us the recipe, and I made her promise. There's, You didn't keep out any ingredients. This is the honest to God, no kidding, every ingredient recipe. Yep. I didn't put amounts in because if you make two pounds... You need this much. If you make five pounds, you need this much. But these are all the ingredients. And the only thing that I recommend at the end is, I can't remember the word she used, a splash or a scooch, a pinch, just a splash of green olive juice Hmm. in the potato salad. Excellent. And then mix it all up. What a great idea. It was the best potato salad I have ever eaten, ever. And I've made it. Fifty times since then, never tasted the same. My my wife is uh, g- very German. Yeah. Number one, yeah. and number two, she's a educated, um, college graduated, experienced process engineer. Ooh. Okay, uh-huh. so that means yeah, everything. If it says one quarter teaspoon, by God, that one quarter teaspoon is measured uh, and yeah, yeah. bang. You know, one quarter teaspoon to me means three yeah, fingers. Not that much. Not that yeah. much. Not yeah. that. <laughs> and then at the end, you go, um, no, need a little more of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's, that's how true. I make things. Drive her, di- you driving her crazy? Oh, my God. Stand next to each other. Oh, she you? can't stand next yeah, to each yeah, other. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, why did you measure that? Yeah, sorry, sorry, I, there, I did. I did. Why don't you taste mine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. But anyhow, that that's that's what we do, and I'm spending more time in the in the kitchen now, simply because of staffing issues. Yeah. Which every restaurant, bar, service industry makes no difference what yeah. manufacture. I don't I don't care is having the same issues, and, and I just want your listeners, and I'm sure they understand that. You have to understand. You have to know that it's not the fault. We're not ignoring you. We're not taking too much time. It's number one. We want to make sure quality is there, right. and you're getting what it you're paying for. Takes and time. number two, we've only got so many people. Right. You know, people will come in and they'll they'll see an empty table, and I'll say, Hey, I, I don't have 
any space for you right now. You'll have to, maybe if you sit and have a drink, uh, give us a half hour. Well, there's a table right over there. Yeah. But you see that right. girl over there? That's the only one I got. Right. <laughs> You're still going to have to sit and wait. You know? Right. And there are times when waiting is part of it. And that's right. the same for everybody. But at least you're able to tell that. When somebody comes in and says, you got room for four for dinner? You bet. It'll be about yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah. Two, okay, two, four, go. two, four, five, six, I can pretty much take care. Yeah. When you start getting into eight and ten and you walk in without having called us, right. there's there I, it's, I'm sorry. I, I get don't it. have it. I totally get it. So, hey, if you want good, you're going to get good. And... It's going to take some time. I told people that, any, especially the, very, the the younger they are, the more uh, unwilling they are to wait. And my I dad think, told I me this long Impatience time. goes with you. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> my dad used to say, you have two choices, honey. You want it good, you want it quick, or do you want it delicious? Yeah. There's two choices. Because yeah. quick is, I'll make it right now, I can throw together some macaroni and cheese. Yeah, you know, it takes a few minutes to boil macaroni. Takes a few minutes to make a cheese sauce. I can mix them together, and you got mac and cheese. Take me about ten minutes to make you a mac and cheese. Or you want delicious mac and cheese, homemade mac and cheese like you had last week or two weeks ago that I made. That took me thirty-five minutes, forty minutes to make. Exactly. Uh, it's the we, one I want. We started. Uh, we always wanted to do steaks, and we're just really. I don't have an open flame grill. You know, I don't have one. You don't have a flat top. Yeah, I have. A, I have a flat top, but I don't have. You know the lava rock oh, and, the, yeah, and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so we started what, using Burger King. Cut it up. Uh, this one, I get yeah. it. We, I've experimented with everything from ribeye to T-bone to you name it, prime rib, and settled on uh, it's a filet mignon. Oh, and uh-huh. basically what that is is the beef tenderloin, right? Sliced extremely thick, you know, and then right. we, we butterfly it. And when, again, I get that from Home and Meat Locker, sure. which I have no problem plugging Home and Meat Locker. Oh, me neither. And it's you know we do that with steak. Got his old team up there, they're, oh, they're Scott and Lori, they're great. They're excellent. And we uh, we do that either with uh, as a four ounce with uh, steak and shrimp, and we don't use battered shrimp. We use jumbo. Shrimp uh-huh. and in the scampi sauce that we make, getting back to your cheese sauce kind yeah. of oh, thing, yeah. that we make that sauce. You make your own scampi sauce, and then they're grilled lightly on the flat grill. Ah. so yeah, it, it just imparts a different taste. Right. You oh, know, absolutely. You know, I always hated what, the, the whole the, microwave. Thing. What are the ingredients in your scampi sauce? I got to ask my wife. Oh, she makes that. She makes it. <laughs> and you know exactly. awesome. I don't. I don't, know I don't mess time. with it. You need seventeen. My dad used to make homemade Kahlua. Oh, his recipe, my mom found the recipe a number of years ago. Well, she'd been dead for Anyway, uh, it was handwritten. And it, the recipe included uh, six nuggets of co- six coffee beans, in parentheses, nuggets. And they must be this kind of this coffee. Brand, this kind of this, coffee. Yeah, yeah, they must be. If they're not this kind, throw it all away. Start out over. Because this <laughs> Kahlua will be awesome if you follow the recipe exactly, including yeah. six beans. Not five, not 11, not different kind of beans, not blah, blah, blah. This. If you like my Kahlua, you got to follow it exactly. And I well, and that, My that, dad and your wife must be Oh, yeah. Each other. And, and, and it's not that I'm that disparate from what my wife says is a quarter teaspoon or sure, half, sure, whatever. Sure. I'm not that far off. It's just that I go by vision, what I see, right. what I can smell, and what I taste at the end. 
and my wife has that all figured out already on paper. Yeah, yeah well, that's great. <laughs> Who's the the? Uh, he's uh, sadly he had a cool. He had a uh, uh, Food Network. Justin, somebody or other, can't remember his last name. Uh, uh, New Orleans Southern cook measured all of his stuff in his hand, yeah. and he say on TV, I get a lot of people busting my chops about quarter teaspoon of this, that, and the other thing. He'd pour the spice in his palm and say, that's a quarter of a teaspoon. How do I know? Here, grab me that spoon. Measure it out. Turn it up. See what's left in my hand. See what's on the spoon. It's exactly a quarter of a teaspoon. Well, it's the same thing like making a hamburger. Stop my chops. You know, our hamburgers are between five and six ounces, you know. Uh Uh So... You know how big a ball it yeah, is. That's, that's, that's five ounces right there, there Mike. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> when you do it about 100 million times, yeah. you yeah. get it. You get it. Cooley Region Cooks with John Harrington from the Monarch Public House. You want to do, do you make any of your desserts? Uh, we've, we've, got got a, we've got a great dessert, but it's made by a, a person that is a professional baker. She lives uh-huh. in Madison, uh-huh. and they have uh-huh. a... Uh, uh, camper up on uh, Pepe, up in Lake oh, Pepin. Oh, really? So they've been driving by for years. Oh, cool. And one time they came in and we got to know them and she says, you know, I make a I could cheese cr- cheesecake. Oh. So I've got Oh, a, we got to talk about that. Uh, we'll come back. And I'll bet there's a, I'll bet there's a cocktail that uh, people would have for dessert. Oh, my Don't God. Don't tell me what it is yet. I'll be right back. It's <laughs> it's still access to the guy. Yeah. And so, depending on you what you're You can hear thinking, us back there later. Right. I know. And, and then I said, well, can you tell that story a little louder? Because we're all out here saying, shh, quiet. He's, he's getting to the funny part. You're, oh, <laughs> he's about to it's like it. the priest and done salad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, no, no, don't tell that. you got to go to the... You've got to go to the Monarch Public House in Fountain City and That's ask a good about story. the priest and the monk salad. Okay, so the cheese, 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 cheese bread, cheese, 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 or cheese, the cheesecake, cheesecake. That so you have a friend from Madison, to make yeah. Her name's uh, Leslie, and uh, her and her husband. Uh, she's been a baker for years, and she does a lot of baking for all of her volunteer work down there mm-hmm. with the Madison Mustangs and stuff. Yep. Well, anyhow, they have a cottage up on uh, Lake Pepin. She makes cheesesteak, and she, instead of using sugar, she uses white chocolate. Really? Yeah. And that... No we've sugar, been ser- just, white, just chocolate. white chocolate. We've wow. been serving that for I don't know how many years, and then we bring, she makes us about 30 of those for Irish Fest, and we have them there, and we can't keep up. I was those. just going to say, you oh, know what? God. I have seen it on that menu. I have also seen handwritten sold out. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I gotta make a. I gotta pre-order my Irish Fest. She's lunch. coming up tomorrow with uh, with this weekend's stash. Stuff, you know, stash. Oh man! The good thing about cheesecake is you can freeze it and it doesn't affect the taste or anything. Still that, so be that works delish. good. Yeah, that's the best stuff. And then if you're looking for an after-dinner drink, we have what we call a right. Celtic kiss. You've got Ninety seconds to make me a Celtic kiss. Ice in a double rocks glass. Okay. And then uh, a little Celtic honey liqueur. Which is a low alcohol, excellent sweeter okay. wine. Double rocks glass, a little bit of ice, and Celtic. Yeah, it's Celtic called Celtic honey. Celtic honey. Is that a liqueur? It's a, like a, a lighter liqueur. Okay, okay. And then on top of that, you put five farms Irish cream, dribble that over the top of it. Five farms. Five farms, which is what a is smoother it? tasting Bailey's. Oh, it's a kind of. It's, a, it's like Bailey's Irish what cream. It doesn't, have the, it doesn't have the whiskey burn at the end. Oh. oh, okay. And it is so smooth. It's out of five contiguous farms, family farms, yeah. in County Cork. <laughs> 
Five it's awesome five stuff. farms. What's it? Tell me. Five Farms uh, Irish Cream. Irish Cream. It's a Did they sell it at the grocery store? Yeah, it's Woodman's, wherever. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's got the cap where you have to put the, the metal squeeze down it. to oh. squeeze it yeah, tight. Yeah. It's okay. the bottle you can save and use for your Other stuff. syrups and five maple syrup. Five Farms. I'll write it down in a minute. Five Farms. Five Farms Irish Cream. It's cream. awesome. 